0: It's almost Thanksgiving, so of course, it's a good time to talk about being thankful. One of the things that I think is important to keep asking ourselves is what are the kinds of things that we will look back on in the future and be thankful for? Stay tuned and I'll explain exactly what I mean. Running a service business can be hard. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. Some years ago, I heard a quote by Waylon Jennings, and I can't remember the exact quote. I've tried to find it, and I just can't, so who knows? Maybe it's one of those internet things where it's not really him who said it, or who knows? But doesn't matter. The quote I thought was really a great one. And it basically said something like, you know, after years of struggle, you get to the top, you get to the pinnacle of your profession of, of things. And and what you miss most is the struggle. And you miss overcoming the adversity. And, and when you get there, you wish you were back where you were when you were, couldn't wait to get there. And of course, that's a really crappy way of paraphrasing it, it was a great quote. I wish I would have wrote it down or taken a picture of it when I saw it. I didn't, so, but that really stuck with me. And it's been a few years since I've seen that, and I and I've seen that play out with people, not just people I work with, but just friends of mine who are coming at a point in their life where their their um, business ownership career is kind of in the sunset, and they're looking back on just. Things that they've accomplished and how their path has gone, and and relationships they've built, and the things that they they um, wish for or miss—I guess is a better way to say it—are the things that it it felt like at the moment they couldn't wait to get out of, like the the struggle and the overcoming adversity and the and the all the challenges and stuff. We can't wait to get out of that, and then when we get there, wherever there is for us, that's the stuff we miss. I'll tell you, for me, myself, when I look back on, you know, when I sold my shares of my company and I spent, you know, it, it unfolded over a couple of months, you know, the, the person I sold to had to do his due diligence and, you know, there's, it was a process. You know, there's uh, partners we had to work through things and employees and it was a multi-month process for me. And when I, when it was almost time, like the, the close date was coming, which for me was New Year's Day a few years ago. And you know, so I had the holidays going on and and I had I had some time just to kind of reflect. And the things that as I was looking back that I appreciated and was thankful for were not the things that we had spent many hours planning when we first started out. So when we first started our company, we spent I couldn't even tell you how many days and hours and weekends and you know, nights until two or three in the morning planning out exactly what our company was gonna look like and how we were gonna be different and all the things that we were gonna do that we're gonna revolutionized the industry and, and, and uh, help take care of customers in a way that other companies frankly weren't. And we, we had great aspirations and we spent a lot of time talking about revenue and KPIs and growth and headcount and all that stuff. The truth is when I look back on, on things after, or when I was coming upon the time where the deal would close, those are not the things I looked back on and was really thankful for. I was thankful for the relationships. That I developed. We we never talked about the, the the kinds of relationships we would develop when we were planning building our company. That wasn't that wasn't part of of what we really set out to do. But in the end, that's one of the things that was the most impactful. Uh, you know, the the ways that we literally changed people's lives, and I don't mean that in an arrogant way. And I hope it doesn't come across that way. But there's people who now have opportunities that they they may not have gotten somewhere else because we we the way we ran our company was. Special, honestly. And there's there's a person who we hired as a as a temp who now owns a piece of the company. Like that, those kinds of things just don't happen everywhere. That's the kind of stuff I look back on and was thankful for and appreciative of. And I have found when we really think through and identify the things that we're going to look back on and be the proudest of and the most satisfied with and the most grateful for. We learned that some of the things that we're worried about and focused on day to day or month to month are a little bit out of alignment. That's what I want to talk about today. Some of the most beneficial questions I get into with my clients are, when you look back on this, let's say the year after you step away from your business in whatever fashion you decide is best for you. So I don't mean you have to retire. I don't mean you have to sell, but there's going to be a point in time where you want to kind of step away. For some folks, that means they work part time. For some folks, that means they're an absentee owner. They hire somebody to run the company and they kind of, you know, kind of retire, but they still own the company and they still get paid every month and whatever. Some folks, of course, flat out want to retire or sell or whatever. It's different for everyone. But when that moment comes for you and you look back whichever version of those you choose to go to, whichever path is best for you, and you look back on this adventure you were on, what is going to tell you that you did it? How will you know you did it or didn't do it? What are the things you're most proud of? If you're if you're on vacation and you're sitting at the pool at the resort, you know you're in you're in the Caribbean or you're in Hawaii or wherever you like to go for vacation. You're around a campfire on a hunting trip if that's your thing, like whatever. And somebody asks you, like, what are you most proud of? What would your answer be? If you're on your deathbed at age 90, you have the the ability to look back on your life, you know, and you have that time. 95, whatever whatever age it is, and you have some time to kind of ponder and think back on things. What are the kinds of things you will look back on and be the most happy about in business and in life? You've heard me talk about on this podcast, the number one reason employees don't do what we need them to is because they don't know what success looks like. But that, the, tr- the truth is that's only partially cl- correct. That's not a phenomenon that applies only to employees. It applies to all of us. And part of the reason we struggle and we we bounce from priority to priority and we, we get amped up, we're going to work on procedures and process, or we're going to get our pricing dialed in, or we're going to get our sales process taken care of, or we're going to get our marketing figured out. We we bounce from, from priority to priority, or we shift from building a company that gives us a lot of control because, you know, we can't trust our employees. And if we if we give up control, they're going to disappoint the customer. And as the company grows, if we give up too much control, we grow too fast. You know, you've heard these things. The, the, the quality will suffer. So we got we to gotta build a company where we maintain some sense of control. And then one day you're like, I can't keep working 70, 80 hours a week for the next 20 years. This is not a plan. Then we shift to we're going to build a big business that gives us freedom. We're going to completely, we're start delegating decision-making to employees. Then we're going to go, we go completely back to building a business that gives us control after employees make decisions that we don't trust, we don't like, and they've let us down. They disappointed us and whatever. We, we're doing this oscillation from priority to priority and the way we build our business from giving us control to a different way of giving us freedom and then back to control again, then back to freedom again. And part of the reason we do this is because we've not entirely figured out what success looks like for us. In other words, what we'll be most thankful for when we look back upon this business building and and frankly, this life journey. Now, I'm not a life coach. I'm not, that's not, you, know, you guys know, you know me well enough to know that that's not my strength. I'm not a life coach. However, these are not business owner problems. These are human being problems. And the, and the things that matter to us and how we build our business and our values and the, the things that we will cherish are not about business necessarily. They're about who we are. And so these things are intertwined whether we like it or not. So the questions we should be asking, in my opinion, and, and I've seen massive benefit come from asking people I work with these questions. What does success look like for us? What are we we going to be most thankful for, most grateful for, most proud of as we look back upon this business building and, frankly, life journey? And key areas I recommend looking at include areas, no surprise, this is this way for a reason, the key areas are are the kinds of things that the most popular books are written about. They're the most popular for a reason. Areas like health and wealth and time freedom and relationships and purpose. Maybe faith is part of purpose, maybe it's not. And one of the things I think is often most neglected is happiness and enjoyment. And I'm going to take just a minute and talk about that. When, when you're, you know, again, if you had that moment, if you had a couple of days or a couple of weeks or even an hour or two on your deathbed at age whatever, age 89, age 97, age 116, whatever it is, and you had some time just to reflect and look back and say, did I do it? Or what am I most proud of? what would your answer be? And are we doing things today that lead us to that? And and one of the things that I find that is, again, we just, we get so wrapped up in the moment. We get so wrapped up in the details and we, we get this feeling we're on a hamster wheel. We're not making progress because we don't really even know what we're aiming for on these things that are not KPI driven. There's not, they're not revenue driven. They're not, they're not headcount driven. They're not scaling driven, but in my experience and other people i'm talking about or have, have dealt with and just friends with yes those things matter there's no question you, you can't build a business you're proud of if it loses money every month like that i, I get that but these are not the things that we're these are not the, the things that we just like ooh and ah over you know i don't know how else to explain it um the the, the, the head count the the money, the, the growth, like those, the, the metrics matter. I, I fully support that. I'm a, I'm a numbers guy. I got metrics matter 100%. But those aren't are the things that warm your heart when you're on your deathbed, I don't think. And we just, I think it's important for us to to really stay true to, identify and stay true, true to the things that will warm our heart later on. The things that we will look back on and say, man, I'm really thankful that happened. Man, I'm really thankful we built our business that way man i 'm really thankful we had those values. We stuck to those values when we were challenged and we were tested and when it would have been easier to do something different? I think those are the things that really are going to matter to us later on and again, for just speaking from my own experience, yes, the growth was awesome yes the the numbers were fantastic yes the the people the the head count and how many invoices we did a year and percentage of this and like all those things were yes, of course they were great, but that's not what I was most cherishing in that moment. That was a sentimental moment. I don't let's not, you know, overlook that part. It is it's not a, it's not a time to reflect on math. I I get that. Um but I think there's tremendous benefit in asking questions like what are the kinds of things that would need to happen relating to I'll just use an example, happiness that I would look back on and be most thankful for? What are the kinds of things that would need to happen to relating to time freedom for me to look back on and be the most thankful for or to let me know that I did it? What are the kinds of things relating to my health that I would look back on and say, I'm really thankful that I did it? What are the kinds of things I would see to tell me that I did it or did not do it? And having some clarity on that makes the the stuff right now a lot easier. You know, again, these are just some of the categories that we hear about a lot, health, wealth, time, freedom, relationships, purpose. Sometimes that includes faith. Sometimes there's purpose and faith differently. And again, happiness and enjoyment are ones I think we we kind of overlook. But if we were ha- if we we're lucky enough to have that time on our deathbed to consider, after living a long, prosperous, happy life, what would tell me I did it? And this is not a a quick exercise. It's not even an easy exercise. It might take you months to figure this out. This is the kind of thing that ideas will occur to you while you're in the shower, or while you're driving down the road, or while you're on your on your daily run. Or the, these things will pop into your head at the at the least opportune time for sure. And you'll have to like have a note on your phone where you can do the talk to to text or something like that to keep the keep the notes or whatever. But the point is, these are things I think are, I've seen tremendous benefit in people being able to identify these things. One of the things is we get really frustrated when people don't quote unquote get it, where our employees don't just naturally get it. Well, part of the reason they don't get it is because we don't explain it. And part of the reason we don't explain it is because we don't know it. And so this is the beginning of being able to, to solve those problems is what matters to me? What am I going to look back on? And what would be I be the most proud of? What would I be the most happy about? And we can start putting those things into, into words that make sense that we can articulate. Then we can ex- start, start explaining this stuff to our team and say, hey, this is the kind of company I want to build. Because when I sell, when I retire, when I, when I start working part-time, these are the kinds of things I will look back and say, we did it. This is what I'm most proud of. This is what makes me excited that we built this company. It's not just the math. It's not just the revenue. It's not just the profit. It's not just the headcount. But these people can't help us do this stuff if we can't put it into words. There's no, way to, there's no other way to communicate what these expectations and hopes are and dreams that we have if we can't put them into words. We can't put them into words if we don't begin thinking about it and identifying for ourselves what would tell me I did it as it relates to time freedom, as it relates to the relationships we will form. So again, this is not an easy or quick exercise. But I've personally seen with people I work with and myself, and just again, just friends, there's it's extremely beneficial to have some idea of what we're aiming for, it makes it so much easier. So I'm so, uh, I'm so happy that, that Thanksgiving is here. It's one of my favorite times of year just to take a moment and uh, be thankful. So happy Thanksgiving to you. I hope that, uh, like me, you have much to be thankful for. I certainly do. And I hope that that's the case for you as well. I hope you get to take some time and recognize and appreciate the things that you have to be thankful for. You know, for those of us living in the United States or any capitalistic country, you know, the, the percentage of people who had the, the the ability to live the kind of lives in the history of man like we have is very, very small. And I hope we're all able to have gratitude for that. And I hope you take the time to identify the things that, the future you will be thankful for. It makes it so much easier for us to attain those things if we take a moment and just imagine and identify what those things are. So, anyhow, if you find the information I share helpful, please share this podcast with a friend or colleague who could who you think could benefit from it. Of course, you can share it publicly as well. But you know, these these topics we get into aren't things you're gonna your friends or who are business owners are gonna hear just everywhere. If you think they might benefit from a particular episode or all of them. Uh, it's easy to share this stuff nowadays. That's my one ask is just share this with one person today. Share share this podcast with one person today that you think could benefit from it. And again, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have a wonderful time with the ones you love. And uh, that's it for this week. And I'll talk to you all next week.